Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No one Down in your life, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing. Got a shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to episode 388 of 4th and John. I'm Dale Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Primo in the building. Uh, tonight we're talking about the 9-1 Eagles. Uh, and look at that record to the right. The hey. Chiefs 7-3. and three. Now, uh, when we went out there, we were totally expecting dubs. We didn't fly that far and through that much turbulence to get else. <laughs> Uh, because at the end of the day, we had been preaching this game. This is the game that we all ch- chose to go to. Um, shout out to Philly Sports Strips for making all that happen. Uh, but it was just a great experience uh, to be in the belly of the beast around Chiefs fans who were arrogant with them pumping out their chest like they won a Super Bowl. They, they, they did. But we're talking about the present. Uh, in, in the present where we were sitting there, uh, Prime is – you know, he 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 was holding ground. Like, uh, you know, I'm kind of like focused. Ev is, you know, he's doing his thing. But Prime usually, he he holds us down with the shit talking. So he's got a safe, we've got a perimeter between Prime and the uh, Chiefs fans. But they were they were talking junk. Um, so uh, we had to hold ground. And th- there's a point in the game where we knew that the Eagles had to come up with a play, and we were sitting there like the Eagles got the Eagles got to do something. Eagles got to do something. They, they got to come up with something big. And uh, all of a sudden, like, again, our, our this, this this song you might hear in our theme song, right? This is like from a generic website where you get you don't you don't get sued since you have your, your, your song here. So this song starts playing in the fourth quarter when the Eagles need a touchdown. We are jacked up. Ev looks over to me. We had a we had a moment. It's like it's like it was like divine intervention, bro. Ev's like, it's a sign. And uh here we go. Here we go. The Eagles come back and uh score a touchdown. And again, I mean with this gives me a lot to talk about. I mean, but I'm just saying the the, the mood was set, the Eagles held their ground just like Prime did, and the Eagles are nine and one. Man, that was such a busy trip, and I'm glad that you ended up bringing up that that song because, to be quite honest with you, I I forgot about that aspect of it. <laughs> that, that slipped my mind, but that was such a crucial crucial part to uh, my my mentality at the end of that game. Uh, like you said, uh, hell of a trip. We, we'll get into all of the you know stuff we did outside of the game, the tailgate, all that other stuff in a little bit. But as for the game right now, um, it was it was wet, it was sloppy, it was cold. Um, you know, it was it was that kind of of football game that the elements get involved in. And uh, we were up there in the stands, you know, bearing through the weather. And it was it was sloppy across the board. Then that in the fourth quarter, when that song comes on, bro, 
it was one of those things that nobody else in the stadium knew, but we all just lo- locked in and we were like, we're going to win this fucking game. We, we, we were down. We were down at that point. And I also want to give a shout out to my man that was sitting next to Prime. Uh, there, there was an older gentleman that traveled with Philly sports trips. Uh, very nice man. Um, slipping his name at the moment. Uh, but he was sitting next to us. And I'm not going to lie. The fourth and John boys, we were we were feeling pretty down at one point in the game. At the end of the third quarter, um, you know, the Chiefs seemed to be having their way with us, kind of marching their way up the field. Uh, we hadn't had the lead at any point in the game at that point. And we were kind of feeling like uh, things were swinging in the wrong direction. And then the uh, the gentleman that was sitting next to Prime said, uh, as soon as the fourth quarter started, he's like, hey, stand up. He's like, you 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 know what? The Eagles are a fourth quarter team. Uh, we're we're going to come back and win this. And we all looked at each other. He's like, he's right. We are a fourth quarter team. And that's when that song came on. And then from that moment on, I was like, we're winning this game, man. I don't care what happens. We're winning this game. Uh, and I remember, you know, it, it got hairy even towards the end of that uh, with Pat Mahomes having uh, a last chance effort on that on that last drive. And uh, but I stepped on. I, I actually didn't have an ounce of worry in my chest. I kept on grabbing Prime and Gale and just being like, they played our song. They played our song. We're not losing this game. They played our song. <laughs> just for the record, that, that song we've been in. We've been in stadiums for. I've never heard it one time. Ye- like years. This song has never been played in the stadium. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard it outside of the intro of our podcast. It's the first time I ever heard that song. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely a moment, man. And I apologize ahead of time because my voice is like gone with all the screaming and everything. Yeah, we thank we you for your service that you did out there. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was a great time. A big shout out to Philly Sportsers for making everything possible, man. Um, Vince uh, came through big time, and I'm glad we were there to go ahead and experience. Um. A big shout out to Kansas City, just the city in general, man. The hospitality there was just tremendous. I know we're going to talk a little bit more about it uh, later on in the show, but it was it was a great time all around. Um, the vibes were good. Tailgate went good. Um, yeah, like like Gail mentioned, the shit talking. It really wasn't a lot of shit talking that led up to the game. It was just it was just that day, and then um, you know. I, like like you said, bro, I held my ground. I, you know, this is what I do. When I'm at the games, I like to talk shit or I look for that one person that is already running their mouth and I pretty much point him out and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make <laughs> the pigeon, you if tonight. you will. Yeah, the like pigeon. you're going to be my bitch tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a couple, a couple of gentlemen that were sitting behind us that were from Canada, uh, you know, I asked them, how did you guys become Kansas City fans? And, um, you know, the guy explained to me there was, uh, there was a way that he wanted to go ahead and get into – into football, into football. And then um, after that, he was like, uh, I like uh, Priest Holmes. I like um, uh, Alex Smith. He, he started mentioning players. He was like, yep, that's the team I'm going to go ahead and go with. I respect that. Okay, no problem. So, you know what I mean? He came he came right along at the right time, I guess, and uh, things went well for him. So, regardless, he was there. His lady was talking shit, too. You know what I mean? You guys heard it. You guys were with me. Uh, it was, like, ongoing. But, um, yeah. It was a back and forth thing, like you said. The game was uh, – they pretty much owned us for the first three quarters. Mm-hmm. First three quarters, they were, like, giving it to us. Uh, things weren't going well for us. The offensive line couldn't hold the, their defense, uh, defensive players. Didn't feel like anything was going to get going. Uh, went into the second half. We were talking about all we just got to do is just make adjustments. And, you know, the defense definitely made their adjustments. And for the defense to make their adjustments, that gave the, op- the offense the opportunity to go ahead and do what they needed to do. They came in clutch. 
Um, again, big shout out to that gentleman that I was sitting next to. I can't think of his name right now, neither. I can't really remember it, but that man had me amped up. He was like, look, we're a fourth quarter team. Uh, stand up. We're going to go ahead and be fine. And even at one point, he sat down and I picked him up and I said, no, sir, you told me to stand up. You told me we were going to be a fourth quarter team. I need you to stand up with me and I need you to ride this thing out with me. And he did. He said, you're right. You know what? You are right. And he got up, stood with me. And, you know, I mean, the rest was history. Like, you know, we pulled off that W. We were there. All of us were standing up, watching this thing go all the way through. Regardless, yes, that play was there for Mahomes and his receiver to go ahead and make. Luckily, it didn't happen. It's part of the game. Drops happen. They played the song. And, and, and you're right. They played the song. <laughs> a drop, a main drop happened. It's a drop that they're talking about to this day. Well, at, to this moment. You know what I mean? Um, and not just them. Other people, other other receivers in the league are talking about the drop. Like, it's part of the NFL. A lot of like, oh, you guys are lucky had he made that catch. Well, you know what? There's nothing to talk about because he didn't make that catch. All right. It, it, it is what it is. And we, 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 we countered. We overcame, uh, you know, that play. And, you know, we held it down. Fourth and 25 came through. Another opportunity for them to go ahead and, and get that first down. It didn't happen. We sealed the, we sealed the win. And, look, now we're here talking about it and we're excited. So, I feel great, man. And, and I just got a quick thing to say to all the people that are out there talking about how lucky we are that uh, the law firm ended up dropping that ball. Um, I mean, I, it was a point that I am not making, but I saw online earlier today. I thought it was excellent. Do you, was anybody calling Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs lucky when Quez Watkins dropped the ball in the Super Bowl? Or is it just lucky when it happens against us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, just, let's just keep it 100. There were, and there were other couple of plays that they were talking about we were lucky on, like the fumble, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that was – Which also, like, they talk, you, to call that play luck, that was a perfectly executed play by Bradley Roby. That was a peanut punch, bro. That is something that you practice at, in training camp and practice the whole year to work on for that exact moment when you have an opportunity to punch the ball out and get the ball. And that's now, I, I, want, I want to hat tip, uh, you know, Howard Roseman at this point for bringing in – two key veterans when we we knew we needed them like we said we, we how many guys were in the slot working over the last couple of weeks we had like eight different guys in the slot you got a guy Bradley Roby coming off uh injury we needed him we needed him obviously you know he gave up that play was uh you know got burned on that uh MVS play but hey but he came up with a big play and punched that ball ball out like Evan said the peanut Tillman if y'all younger guys don't know who Peanut Timlin is, mm-hmm. check out his highlights of punching the ball out. I think um, the the create creativity of Desai. Let's talk about the um, Desai effect um, with his ability. We talked about C.D. Lamb. What they did with C.D. Lamb, he was kind of doing his thing. I didn't think they paid enough attention to him uh, the last uh, couple weeks ago. But I think with Travis Kelsey. The things that they were creative things they were doing, they were double teaming him with Bayard and uh Blankenship. They were they were faking the double teams with Cunningham and one of the safeties. So they they were in the head of uh Mahomes. I thought they did a great job holding, you know, he got his one touchdown, but he only they only had 44 yards on the day. Obviously, um Taylor Swift uh not being there. <laughs> could have, could have, could have, you know, that could have been the Eagle fan in her, guys. Could have been could big have been. picture, big picture. I'm, I'm still, I'm still thinking that. Uh, I just think that that's coincidental. The, st- the stats with her being there and uh, or not being there. Um, but 
you know, he did fumble the ball, so I'm not uh, I'm not discounting anything. He's hey, got to just, you know, he's just got to shake it off, you know. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit whether she was there or not. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, I, I'm with you, Evan. I think all that hype about the the fact that they got a winning record when she's in the stadium. Uh, he, he was I, a Hall I, of Famer before she showed up. Like, the people exactly, about that. Man. Like, <laughs> my man was doing his thing way before she came into the picture. You know, what I mean, not taking anything away from it, but stop. Like, <laughs> they're really reaching with that. You, you, I did. I uh, on the way out, I, I heard a, a Chiefs fan. She was like. Uh, she's like, you know what? He's got to get rid of that Taylor Swift. I'm tired <laughs> of her. I think he. And then this other hit her. The husband's like, I think Travis going Hollywood. <laughs> I say he, he's got to get rid of that girl. And I was, it was like they're an older couple. And I was like, they had their right. accent. They had their southern yeah. accent, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, let me let me tell you. Um, besides, uh, you know, watching the 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 Chiefs fans walk out of there frowning um nothing made my heart melt uh, other than the kc barbecue uh it is one of the best places to get barbecue i think we're all overwhelmed by the love for the the barbecue i think i'm a changed person i told evan prime i said i don't know how i'm gonna eat breakfast again and eat the the bacon that we get versus their bacon i i don't know the brisket I don't know about the. I mean, the everything. Uh, it it was all good, man. Uh, we we ate like kings out there in KC, and a special thank you to Vince. Uh, you know, we we uh, also joined in on the uh, on a nice dinner uh, with uh, him, Seth Joiner, uh, H Town, who was not in attendance tonight. Uh, but we went out there to a steakhouse. That food was delicious. Uh, we were we were. We were slow motion spinning our wine. <laughs> this video's becoming an accident. Uh, first of all, I also want to throw out there that apparently we all found out about each other that we all like and enjoy wine. Now, Gail, Gail was looking at me, calling me a fake wine guy. I've never seen you drink wine your entire life. Like I've drank it on this very show, Gail. I don't know what to tell you. Um, well, no, we never see we never we, we never see the boozy part of it, you know. We didn't see it in a glass. Ev was like, yeah, we didn't see Ev, you spinning. Had you might have just been thing. sipping on it. Yeah, we didn't see all that. That that was the part that came out. That was the part that Evan was hiding. You know, I mean, he had a little nah. booziness in him. And, you know, what I mean, he's standing there, he's like twirling the glass, and we me and Gail looking at him like, where 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 the fuck is this been at? Like, I never it, seen this. Shit. It was delicious. All the food out there was delicious. I will say though, I got home, I was barbecued out, man. Like I, I've had enough barbecue yeah. sauce yeah. for a few months. Like, I, I, I got like, offered. I, I got offered. The food is is killer. The food out in KC is killer, Facts. but it's all the same stuff. It's I got I got offered barbecue savory. sauce today that I couldn't like, take. Yeah, exactly. I, ca I came home. I was like, I'm just craving some Northeast pizza. I don't really care where it's from, man. I just want some Northeast pizza. <laughs> um, I really, I really don't. I, I think I want a salad. Actually, <laughs> salads are good. Salads are good. Um, but you know, let's let's get let's get into a little bit of like about the game. I know there's there's a whole bunch of this trip that there's so much like we got to happy birthday to Seth Joyner. We were at his dinner. Yeah, that was cool. And then we met Coral Buckholzer at the tailgate. There's a there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. But let's get into it real quick. Um, let's go with our offensive MVP from uh, this big performance. How is Devontae Smith? Yeah, Devontae. Or, or no, how about how about how about DeAndre Swift? I, I could I could get down with the uh, with the Swifty combo. 
I, th- I think it's either it's one, of, it's one of the two. Yeah, it's one of the two. Um, Jalen Hurts, uh, he played well on the ground. Uh, it was just it was a sloppy game, man. And uh, I think that you could even end up giving him the uh, the offensive MVP if you really wanted to. I think that he willed this team to win. Um, I don't think we would have been able to do it without him. Um, but it wasn't his best game by any means. Uh, but I'm not holding it against him. That, w- that was a very tough defense in KC. And it was really sloppy conditions to be playing in. And uh, the fact that, you know, Pat Mahomes was putting up with the same stuff. He was going up against a good defense and sloppy conditions. And Jalen Hurts came out on top. So, um, you know, I think Jalen him made, as well. Jalen made some big plays with his legs. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he went uh, that play where he called an audible and, and Kelsey's like, no, bro. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, we, the slot fade that he threw to Smith, I think, did he call that one off too? Um, I think, did he audible into that, that one? Into that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think at times, like again, like the game is played in four quarters, and, and the fact that they don't give up, um, again, like Swift on the ground, not giving up. The guy, you know, I thought he was tremendous. I was on the Arrow Addicts podcast for, uh, for the Chiefs uh, fan side podcast, and I, I they asked me for my X factors, and it was um, DeAndre Swift and Devontae Smith, and I fought, felt like those two players. When you saw the bracket over AJ Brown, pretty much the whole game, no, no Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith had to come up with a big play. And I think the smooth criminal, as Tim Perkins says, I think, uh, I think that's that, that uh, bro showed up. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah I'm yeah. all about giving it to both of them as well. You know, I mean, you got DeAndre Swift with 12 attempts, 76 yards. And then three receptions for 31 yards. So he played a key factor in that offense on getting those in that getting that victory. Then Devontae Smith, I mean, eight targets, six receptions out of that, uh, 99 yards. 41 was the longest. You saw that bomb. That play was tremendous. I mean, the fact that Jalen put it at the right spot and Devontae, you know, I mean, was eyeing it all the way down and caught it at the right, you know, at the right spot. And then it's like one of the comments I've just seen in here. They 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 sealed the deal with the tush push. They killed it. They, they kind of like just Rip their heart out with that twist push, and that's what we wanted. We wanted, we wanted to see that. We wanted to see that play, and I'm glad we got to see it right on the goal line. And I mean, they just drove it right in. So it was them two really playing a key factor in that in that offense that you know helped us get that W. And I just wanted to say while we're on the topic of the tush push, um, two things: uh, the fans in the stadium. I always like ever since we've been the masters of the tush push, I like to gauge the crowd and, and, and figure out what their thoughts are uh, on the tush push, because obviously there's a lot of people around the league that have been vying for it to be shut down all year. I'll give KC the props. Their fans were like, you know what? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you guys just perfected it. Like there's nothing we can do about it. You just gotta, I was like, you know what? I give you guys respect for that. And in that same note, did you see who else? Change their opinion on canceling the tush push. He's just one Mr. Chris Sims. Chris Sims has, has flipped the script. He's now pro tush push and says, you know, you got to figure out a way to stop it. I hate that guy. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, a broken <laughs> clock is right twice, twice a day. Hey, and I don't normally hate anyone, but I just feel like he's, he's playing up to this persona now and I, it's getting old. It's getting old. Uh, Joe says, uh, weed and wine go great together. Can confirm. Uh, but, uh, Blue Meanie says, happy Thanksgiving, folks. It is pre-Thanksgiving. Uh, obviously stay safe out there. Cause this is the biggest party night of the year. 
This so if you're most DUIs, yeah. uh, this is the this is the night that changed my life. <laughs> just uh, make sure that you get a driver. And uh, like if you've been partying, like we've been partying, you're gonna be staying home tonight and relaxing and take yeah. take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. Um, let's move on to the defensive MVP now. Oh, I can tell you who it would have been had he pulled off the play, bro. Uh, my my defensive MVP is uh, Sean Desai. Yeah, okay. even though he's not on the field, he's, right, even I though he's know. not on the field, I think what he's doing right now is is phenomenal. Uh, you talk about you talk about the Dallas Cowboys, six points in the second half. You talk about the Chiefs, zero points in the second half. That is that is the Sean Desai effect, man. I think. I do have to just give him a hat tip, man. If I'm gonna have to, you're gonna force me somebody out. Maybe I thought Hassan was pretty. We weren't forced. Pretty him. intense. You were, you were allowed to use the side. Okay, we'll go to side. Yeah, that's, I'll let you go. It's, I'll not let you a, go. it's not a. It's not a bad pick, man. I mean, shit, I, I I like it because we we said it. We we when we walked out of that when we walked out to the um to, to the hallway to go catch up with a couple of people's and you know we started talking. We were like, yo, all we gotta do is just make adjustments. I hope he's in that locker room, and I hope he's talking to these guys about making adjustments. And, bro, that's what he did. He made a tremendous adjustment to go ahead and keep that team to zero points, not scoring in that second half, you know, uh, shutting down, you know, their their offense. They got some plays off, but then after a while they figured it out, made adjustments, and, you know, we got the third down, fourth down, whatever. They were trying to throw at us, and we contained it. Um, so, yeah, decide, you know, picking decide is definitely not – a bad thing. Um, my guy, uh, you know, I'm a, I, I go with him a lot, and I'm gonna still go with him because I think he played a big, a key factor, and that's Reddick. You know, what I mean, Hassan Reddick. You know, um, he he did his thing, bro. He, you know, he started off the game with a sack, but he was definitely putting some pressure. He started figuring things out, and that played a key factor. And I'm on and another reason why I'm gonna definitely go with him because I know what play you're talking about, Evan. I know who you're gonna go with, and you're absolutely right. Had he pulled that shit off, it would have been the play of the decade. Don't care what anybody wants to say. Um, I'm I'm not gonna go with Carter for my defensive um player of the game. I, like I said, I, he would have been had he pulled that playoff. I think also had he pulled that playoff, that would have been instant lock on defensive rookie of the year. I mean, he's already been balling as is, but then you just come out and do a play like nothing has ever been done in the NFL. <laughs> you lock that shit up, bro. Yeah, bro Not to mention there. on Pat Mahomes, no less. Um, <laughs> but uh, before I give my defensive MVP, I just have to say, uh, I just saw Kiki's comment up here talking about worried about us leaving the stadium because Brian's <laughs> got that big shit talk. So there was two different kinds of people that got onto the bus afterwards. There was me and there was Prime. Me, Listen, I had a fun day. I, 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 but at the end of it, I was wet. I was cold. I was drained. I was still excited that the Eagles won, but I was just fucking in. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go home mode. <laughs> fucking Prime is sitting next to me for two minutes, and he's like, "Man, fuck this! I want to get out of the bus and keep talking shit." And Prime just gets up and just walks out of the bus and is just ha- harassing people that are passing by for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like. Dude, I don't even have to. Who wants to? Man, listen, I, like I said, I, we, you know, we, we stood there and we were taking it for three quarters. And yeah, they had every no, right. I don't blame they you. They had every right, right. You know what I mean? But it was like I was telling the, the, the older gentleman next to me, and I was like, hey, no, listen, 
until that clock hit zero, all this shit talking don't mean nothing because I was watching. You had the one, the one kid. Well, I realized he was a kid after the fact because I'm watching this individual the whole time. Like he's crying, talking shit, Sirianni. How much? How much did Sirianni pay the refs off? You know, everything goes the, the Eagles' way. So I kept my eye on him. Then I kept my eye on a guy that was further down, giving us the finger. And that was he was the so one in the black jacket. I kept. I, kept. I, I think dude. so. So then I gave yeah, him yeah, the yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. I gave him the finger back, you know what I mean? So it was just like, okay. And then the guys behind us, but then there were guys that were like a little bit further up from him that were running their mouth. So I was, I, you know, I was keeping receipts. I was keeping receipts. Like, okay. I, I had to, I had to educate the Kansas City fans, bro. I you, mean, did. you did, you did, you did. Bragging about, we got two Super Bowls. You got one. I was like, look at the fucking batter. You got three, dude. <laughs> They don't even Y'all know. don't even know your own team. <laughs> but, you know, at, at the end of that, all, as soon as they brought out that ring, I, I didn't have no problem, whether if it was a little kid, a middle kid, a teenager, a senior <laughs> citizen, whatever. Take that ring and shove it so far up your ass. I don't give a fuck about that ring, man. It's and about one, the fact that we got like, that W here in Kansas City that night. The one guy pulled, pulled your arm just like, hey, man, great game, man. It was a good game. He's trying to like pray for Prime. I was like, "Look, just let him go. He's gonna be all right. He's just got. He just got to get this off. He's got to get this out of here." Uh, um, no, but for me, my defensive MVP. I'm surprised I haven't seen it in the comment section because the play this man made was at such a pivotal point in the game. Bradley Roby, man. Bradley Roby punching that ball out on Travis Kelsey. I mean, the, the Chiefs were marching. The Chiefs. The Chiefs were in a position to kind of. Um, you know, put it in a position where we weren't really going to be able to come back. Uh, that that drive was definitely had me nervous. And um, for Bradley Roby to come up huge, uh, and especially for a guy that just came off the IR, uh, we recently acquired back in October. Um, dude, that was an enormous play. And, you know, I, I thought about the Bayard interception as well. But uh, I just think of time and place when that peanut punch came. Bradley Roby had uh, one of the clutchest plays of the day, in my opinion. And it was crazy. is like during the week he had mentioned, like, look, um, and I'm not sure if you guys peeped this, but he was like, I'm ready to get back on the field. I didn't come to Philadelphia to get hurt. I came mm-hmm. to Philadelphia to show that I'm not going to go ahead and play. So I'm looking forward to this weekend and getting back on the field. And look, proof, proof is in the pudding, man. What he did, he was clutch. And, yeah, it was de- definitely a hell of a play because I was right along with you. I was like, shit. I can afford to give three here. Yep. I can't afford to give seven. Yep. And, and and they had the opportunity to get that seven, but my man came through clutch. Gave him zero. Out of, yeah, punching that ball out of his hands. Now you're now your Eagles unsung hero. Mm. Some someone low key. Uh, I probably have to give that. Nah, I'm, I'm I say I'm gonna give that to Bayard because I feel like he had a tough task to to guard. Um, Travis Kelsey, but I think I, lo- I love the, the the savviness of a veteran player who, especially safety, who baits a quarterback because there's a level of like playing safety. I did play safety uh, and there's a level of like baiting a quarterback when you know you got the juice to get get there. Uh, and the fact that he was like he, he he had his assignments, but he was also reading the eyes of, of Mahomes. And then he's like, go ahead, throw it to your uh, backup tight end. I, I'm, I'm there. I got it. And he and. and Mahomes, who's you know all world player, he duped one of the best. So I think uh, I'll give it to Bayard for me. And uh, you know I want I want a certain individual in our comment section to be looking directly in this camera when I say it. 
Mr. Britton Covey. Mr. <laughs> has the most 20-plus yard returns out of any punt returner in the NFL this season. How's that sound? Flipping field. What did I say? You end up – that was a defensive battle, that game. That was a sloppy defensive game. If you end up getting good field position, it behooves you. It helps out tremendously. And that's what Britton Covey did in this game. He helped us out huge. He had a few big returns. Didn't get to the end zone, but he put our offense in a great position to be able to score. Go, Britton Covey. Go on. I'm Talk gonna- your shit, Ev. Talk your shit out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Gail said he wanted to take a uh, slow-mo video of me uh, sipping the wine. And so I didn't know it was going to be slow-mo. So I just started uh, I just started talking. First thing that came to my mind in this video was, hey, uh, Pete Nathan, put some respect on Britton Covey's name. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and he, did, he did mention the name as he was getting this video in. That's for sure. That, you yeah, want, yeah. want to know when, when, when Covey had that big return? Um, I sent Pete Nathan this to his phone. <laughs> we, we, we saw a guy with the gummy outfit. Yeah. We saw. I mean, I don't know if that was a family member or what. I think, uh, but the support is real. Support is real for Covey. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to stay. Sorry, I was I was actually going to counter with another video, you know, because I, mean, I got you, Evan. You know, you know, I always got you, bro. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold on to it. But I'm, a, I'm a counter and stay in the special teams. I'm gonna give my unsung hero to Braden Man, and the reason why is he punted the ball, he punted the shit out of that ball, and put these guys in a real difficult spot, and we needed it at the right time, especially on that last drive that yeah. you know could have given them the opportunity to run down that field and, and take the lead at the right time. And where he put that ball was perfect. You know what I mean? And it was a great tackle. I, I don't know who had made the tackle at the time, but a great tackle when he punted that ball. It was just like as soon as the ball landed, the guy was there to make the tackle. It was clutch. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to stay with – I'm going to say Braden Man was definitely That's a good one. That's a good one. That's uh, – punters are people too. Um, but obviously uh, – no, well, here, 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 here we go. Here we go with the receipts here. Yeah, man, here we go. Right. Yo, so I, I, I just want to let everybody know, as we're finding out so much shit about each other, these two, the wine was hitting them so well. I didn't. I mean, like they were feeling great. Gail and Evan, this is like one of the first times I ever seen these guys just feeling so good. You know, what I mean, that wine. I mean, it was some serious wine. I was eating some oysters. I was feeling good about myself. I was like, you know, I had a glass. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm fit. The, the, the food was tremendous. That was probably top five dinner of all times. Um, Bro, yeah, I, man, I, I was, Hell yeah. I said, I said that was the Mr. best steak. steak. Mr. Lobster tail over there. <laughs> Mr. <God>. Oysters. <laughs> I had mushrooms. A, I want the mushrooms. I, I, I had a good, I had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, uh, so now for our biggest positives from the Eagles win, it could be anything. Um, just overall, I just felt like, again, I, I talked about Desai uh, doing what he did, but I, I felt like just seeing the, this team fight um, through adversity, obviously not having Dallas Goddard is a big thing. This offense is gotta get to a point where, uh, you know, how do they, you know how do they live without Goddard for the next couple of weeks? You know, they they showed, and this is the thing. As much as I get, I get mixed opinions from fans about Brian Johnson. Like he added some of the pony personnel looks 
with Swift in, in, in the slot. And we have Boston Scott at running back. You know, the, the fact that they ran two couple two couple pl- plays that were like the same thing that you saw uh, inside zone run to uh, Boston Scott. And then they ran the third play out of the motion from um, Swift in the slot and they handed it off for a big gain. I mean, those are the kind of plays where we want, we ask for that creativity. Obviously it comes in um, spurt sometimes. Obviously we want, we want to be hitting on all cylinders, all four quarters, but that's not the true reality in the NFL. And, and the fact that they just grinded it out and they found a way to win, which good teams do. That's the thing that you got to just have to. Yeah, Absolutely. And um, for me, uh, the biggest positive is kind of like a, a macro thing. Uh, for all the people that out there, that most of you, I'm sure, have seen Breaking Bad. Uh, you know, it's it's been out for over a decade now, so I don't want to hear about spoilers. But um, there there was one point where Walter White uh, is being confronted by his wife about how, you know, aren't you in a dangerous game, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Walter White says, I am the danger. I'm not, I am the one who knocks. And that's exactly how I feel. We've been talking about this gauntlet all year long about how we got the, we got to go up against this, this tough stretch of teams, blah, blah, blah. We are the gauntlet. We are the gauntlet of the NFL, bro. They got to come through us. We don't got to go through them. You know what I mean? We are, we have the best record in the league. I think we're going to keep on rolling, but essentially, you know, things could get bad and we still end up getting the number one seed in the NFC. Um, we're going to keep rolling. I'm not worried about the Bills. I'm not worried about the Niners. I'm not worried about the Cowboys. I'm not worried about the Seahawks. I think we're going to keep on rolling, bro. Um, so we are the gauntlet. That's we, are, we are the ones that knock. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. No, I do like that. Man. Now, if you see below the bird schedule, we have, you know, the week nine, the Cowboys, one of the top, you know, one of the top, top teams out there. Uh, we got the W, the week 10, we got the much needed buy. Jalen Hurts looks great. Week 11 mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. Uh, week 12, the Bills, the Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks. So I think in terms of uh, teams that, like, you know, we talked about the Chiefs kind of being our litmus test in the sense that we know what how good a team they are. I, I love what we, I saw against them. I think we got to clean some things up. Obviously, they have to clean some things up. But you saw two of the best teams in the league go at it on Monday Night Football in some 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 crazy conditions a little bit. It was windy, rainy. Um, but overall, I, I, I like what I saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can't beat it. I mean, like, they, 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 they put everything together. They put everything in together at the right time, and that was just a great feeling. I mean, like, bro, I, I, today I've just been all talk at, at the job. Um, we had a – a, a group meeting this um, early this morning, and I started off with the meeting with, you know, I mean, coming in with my chest all up and just letting them know nine and one, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it felt great. It felt great going in there talking shit. There's only one Kansas City fan at my fan, at my job, and, uh, you know, he, he came up to me. He was like, yo, hell of a game. And I agree with him. It was definitely a hell of a game, but yeah. it just felt good pulling off that W. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, I, and to think about – sorry to cut you off, but just – um, to think about how one of the big things that has been said, you know what, both this year and last year when we were rolling in the same fashion was, oh, uh, well, you know, we haven't fully clicked. We're not we haven't played a full game of football. And I agree. I don't think as of right now we have seen the best Eagles football yet. 
But that in itself should be something that's positive because we just went up against the reigning Super Bowl champs. We just went up against who everyone thought is, uh, you know, arguably the best team or second best team to us in the NFL. And we, to be honest with you, played like shit for three quarters, but we still won the game. We're able to we are that good of a team that we are able to overcome um, any sort of bad uh, decisions we make in a game. We're able to stay in the game with whatever our opponent is. And we're able to pull it out when it's most important in the fourth mm. quarter. So I like that. Uh, now, I mean, obviously, you know, we had we, we we've been in our fields, the positive fields, but just being uh, realistic, some of the negatives uh, that you saw out there. What are some of the negatives that you saw from the Eagles win over the Chiefs? Um, I think uh, one thing that uh, a lot of people were, especially the the people out there that are complaining uh, to AJ Brown about their, their fa- his fantasy football performance. Um, I think that there was people that were concerned about, uh, you know, him not really making much of an impact on that game. But I think with the, all, all the weapons that we have uh, with Smitty out there uh, with Deandre Swift, we're able to get it done in any which way. So um, that was definitely, you know, not a positive. <laughs> Look! Look at Robert's uh, obby right there. That that is like the the most proudest. Can I say that? The most <laughs> proud uh, obby I've seen in a long time. He says Jalen Hurts' road okay. record as a starter is otherworldly. He's he's tremendous. Like you could keep on just making stats with Jalen because they all look crazy. Um, like his what was the stat? Like his uh, ten point um, comeback. Like is probably. I'm screwing this stat up. I'm not gonna even say it. It's just a great stat. Like uh or just he, just look at his last, I don't know, like 30 games, whatever it is that he's played. What's he like 28 and two or something in his last 30 games? Insane. Now this stat right here, um <laughs> Chiefs were 62 and six under Andy Reid when leading by 10 or more points at halftime, and are 65 and eight under Reid when leading going into the fourth quarter. Mm. Mm. Talk about a team that is pretty dominant. Was that sixty-two and sixty-five just added on after our win, or I think I, I mean, changed. Or, or I'm sorry, the six and the eight added on after our win. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, shit, that's a great record to have against us. I'm, but I'm glad that he didn't play a factor on you know the win that we had on on one day. Usually, when they throw up those type of stats. You know, it's hard to go up against, but, you know, and uh, we, we we know it's difficult to be Andy. You know what I mean? Uncle Red's got mad love from us Philly fans. Off the um, bye, no less. I mean, everybody. Right, exactly. Andy and, off and the bye as well. It's definitely hard to pick up a win against Andy after a bye in Kansas City. And, you know, it just being Andy. Undefeated. Andy owns us. Andy definitely owns us. Um, he, I think another stat I saw that is he was 7-0 and um, for Four with Kansas City, three with us, you know, as he was coaching us, and you know that 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 came to an end. So, um, you know, still big ups to Andy. Andy's still the man. You know, what I mean, he still got love. And and we we said that going into Kansas City, like if you guys remember when we landed and as we're walking around, I'm like, normally when we go into those rivalry cities, we had that hatred being in that city, but we didn't feel like that. And you know, again, I think the the what helps the situation is 
the, the the love the Kelsey brothers have, you know what I mean? Travis and, and Jason being with each other, one playing for Kansas City, one playing for the Eagles. It had nothing to do with the whole Taylor Swift. That's just all brand new stuff that people are just trying to throw yeah, into. I, and and Andy also, in a lot of uh, Eagles fans' minds, like, he's not, he doesn't have the Chip Kelly effect. We're like, right. Eagles fans despise Chip Kelly. Andy Reid left, and there was there's still a lot of love for Andy Reid in Philadelphia for all his time that he spent here. It's not mm-hmm. like he is one of the hated coaches of the past. We are very proud um, to have had Andy Reid. And, you, got, uh, you, you guys are also missing out on one other person that brings everyone together. Taylor Swift. Mama, 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 Mama Kelsey. Kelsey. Mama Kelsey. Shout out to, shout out to Mama Kelsey who uh, – we we it was which weird. You gonna show Prime? Which picture you gonna show? Go ahead. It's it's, it's weird because both like <laughs> I saw Mama Kelsey walk by when we were in the airport, and I was like, "Damn!" I said, "That'd be awesome to get a photo with Mama Kelsey." And then these two mugs. <laughs> it would have been awesome, but he didn't get the photo. We did. <laughs> so so all you know, you know what's getting, funny is all that all we kept on getting was the text like, "Yo, you know what I mean? I'm here. I've been here since eight thirty. You know, I mean, 750. 750. Okay. 750. <laughs> we got to talk about I mean? that part. I'm the too. first in line. You know, you know, you know, I'm always on time and I don't care. And then what I said, Evan, sometimes Gail, being late pays text, off. You know, Gail texts us at, at 750 in the morning going, Yo, where are you guys at? We're like, What are you talking about? And he's just like, uh, Yo, I'm, I'm here in line. I'm like, It said to be there at nine. Wondering you got, where you guys are at. I'm just not and that. And that what tone was that? It was just like, "Hey, where y'all at? You guys on your way?" That's all it was. Not like I'm first in line. I'm, I'm not saying you were saying it like you were first in line, but you was it was more of like a he where said you guys that. at type thing. Yeah, and this, I'm like, bro, I just, we're, I just, I'm I just, at nine. I just like, bro, to be I gotta on say, time. this trip by far was probably one of the top three trips I've had with you guys. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a great freaking time from the dinner. From last night, from the time we got there, like it was some off the chain shit. And then you know, what I mean, it topped it off with the W. Me shit talking, like you know, I was acting like a fool, regardless. Like, like you said, Evan, I wanted to get back off the bus just to keep on talking shit. Like yeah. it's just in me to just keep doing it. Like I had, I had a great time, man. Big up. Yeah, we we gotta tell them about our breakfast on. Hello. Um, this is my uh, chunky chunky soup moment with uh mama kelsey because i was like all right well i'm not, i'm not gonna get a photo with mama kelsey so cool we, we, we saw so her twice we like go get so, your picture with her go ahead uh, I, I was like i was like why don't we all get a photo with mama kelsey they're like nope go ahead you get your photo with mama kelsey i said bro why don't we just all get a photo with mama kelsey i was like she was <laughs> serving the grossest soup ever out there. She was serving mucus outside of the state. We we yeah. ate it. We ate it though. Yeah, it was it was warm. She, she she definitely looked like she didn't even want to be there to serve it. Like she like she, she probably doesn't, man. She, but she's I, I don't blame her for collecting her bag right now, bro. She's got she's got her her moment in fame, and uh, you might as well capitalize on it, dude. Absolutely. Man. Mm-hmm. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mm. Let's see. Uh, any more? Any more uh, negatives here? 
Uh, yes, I wanted to bring up, not game-related, I wanted to bring up our breakfast that me and Gail had uh, at the bagel shop. Um, <laughs> the bagel shop? Wow. Yeah, it was when you and Hollis were, were working out the one no, day. No, we went to the gym. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. and so we ended up, um, me and Gail are just looking for a spot to go get food. And uh, <laughs> like we ended up asking this lady that was working out. First of all, we got to also preface the fact that, yo, it is some full-on just um uh what's the word plagiarism uh along those lines that you know how xfinity live exists in philadelphia <laughs> they have a kansas city live down there that is like it's like an exact replica type thing except it's just same open thing. air yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's the exact same thing and so we asked the lady out front of there like you know where's where's there a good spot to get breakfast and she directs us to this bagel shop around the corner and and instantly right away i'm thinking bagel shop in missouri huh Okay. Um, and so we, we go over to the bagel shop and Oscar the Grouch was working behind the counter, bro. <laughs> Yo, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. Bro, <laughs> the most miserable person, I think. Kansas City was full of the nicest people that I knew. And what? it was full on Oscar the Grouch behind the fucking counter, bro. <laughs> and not to mention that, that like the bagels... Bro, they were they were pretty ass. I'm not gonna lie. It was not a New York bagel, and apparently, like I thought, when you order a bagel, it was standard that it would come toasted. They just give me like some, you know, semi room temperature ass hard ass bagel with with nothing on it. I'm what, like, what, they, what, what do they call schmear? What do they call schmear? Schmear. Put schmear on it. I was like, what is schmear? I'm just like, can I get some just cream cheese on it? But then the lady was so upset. I was like, she's, I could see her frowning through the mask. I was like, I was like, and I wasn't, I'm not a person who will go to somebody's like, you know, give this them a bad review. Yelp so I was like, yo, I just want to make sure that I'm not the only one in the comments or reviews feeling the same way. So I found a couple. I was like, yeah, see. I wasn't, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. But the coming from, you know, I work in New York City, so the bagel bagels are kind of elite. Not that, it, you know, it just was a shit, shit bagel. Great barbecue. Shit, shit bagel. bagel. Shit bagel. <laughs> so that, that was a that was a big time negative. Uh, but Conrad says still not 100% on the offensive play calling. Those consecutive screen throws threw me off. Did you like the screen pass to Swift, though? The little Texas route, little angle route? I thought it was kind of nice. That was nice. But I do I do understand what Conrad's talking about. There was um, a succession of screenplays that just were going absolutely nowhere. And I was sitting there like, what the hell are we doing? We're just banging our heads against the wall. Look at Especially Mo Love. The one with Julio. That, that was definitely like one that I was just like, what the hell's going on? I mean, especially – and then in the situation that we were in at the time um, – I thought I thought we were lined up in the beginning of plays. I thought we were lined up to our advantage, and you 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 we were like all pretty much screaming like we had some one on one times. Mm -hmm. We had you know uh, Devonte on probably their weakest link. We didn't take advantage of those moments, and so then we're questioning what is Brian Johnson you know thinking? Like it was it was set up to look like a big play, but then became one of the stupidest plays, and that's that was the frustrating part. That really was frustrating. Mo Love says Jalen Hurts has now won 13 straight games against teams with winning records. That is the longest streak by QB in NFL history. I'm assuming that's regular season wins because we're yeah. less than 13 games removed from the Super Bowl. So not bad. Uh, Adrian says my biggest concern was the line play in general. 
both sides. You think about, you know, us being stout against the run. That was kind of uh, – but then I, Chris Jones – my thing is, like, Chris Jones is a beast. It's not like just any normal guy. That guy can – you can move him all over the field. Anytime that you see Lane Johnson giving up a sack, that rarely happens. Yeah, but that was a negative for me, man, because, I mean, Lane Johnson – listen, he has – played himself to such a standard that when he does get beat it kind of like raises my eyebrow like i i you know i'm not by any means uh discounting or do anything about what lane johnson does i think he is our only and best option at right tackle um but to watch him get beat uh it was kind of shocking because this is a guy that uh went consecutive years without giving up a single sack and it kind of looked like Chris Jones was having his way with him. So he's a, he's a, he's a monster though. He's a monster. Not, but Chris Jones is a monster, but yeah. he's, he's gone up against them in the past and, ha- and gotten the better of him. So it was like kind of one of those things. I'm like, is Lane Johnson starting to show his age a little bit? No. With, hey, with that being said, with that being said, during that game, Fletcher Cox, in my opinion, was showing his age, bro. But there, there, there were several I, plays, uh, Fletch didn't play his best game. But I, I did see him on a one-on-one, like, totally jack up their starting left guard and put him in, like, um, Mahomes' lap on that one-on-one of the, one of the last plays. I, I, did, I do feel at the end of the fourth quarter they turned on a switch, and it was like the National Greek Geographic where it was like, there he is in the water. And then the Lions just come up and start attacking, and uh, I think Sweat – I think Sweat was more upset that he didn't get the sack on that play on the very end. Uh, But, again, talk about that closing ability, the closer. Sweat comes in when you need him. I did did like the fact that um, Hassan came in and set the tone. That that is always my favorite thing. When Hassan hits you early, um, it sets the tone. One thing I do want to point out is I would like to see this side come up with some more nickel blitzes. If you could see the way that the 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 Chiefs played us and McDuffie blitzing off the edge and started uh, manufacturing, like, pressure that wasn't there. Uh, I was watching the – I rewatched it again with the, the Manning brothers and Peyton Manning talking about Jalen Hurts leaving the pocket too early um, on a couple of these plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that's a great thing that Spagnuolo does. But, like, I think if you add a couple of those wrinkles, that would be nice. And when we think about, um, like, I know that we always hail Andy as a great play caller, very creative, offensive mind. Dude, I was I was getting dizzy out there just in the stands, man, with all of the pre-snap motion that was going on. Um, there was a lot. There was a lot of, of uh, two guys kind of moving in synchronization pre-snap um, for Andy Reid's uh, play calls. And, dude, like... I think that that was what was throwing us off a lot in the first half. We adjusted to it. Desai was able to adjust to it in the second. Uh, but it's definitely one of those things to keep in mind, um, you know, as we potentially could see them again this year. Um, and also, I would like to see the Eagles take a page out of Andy's book in that respect. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Wealthy Mind says, apparently the Eagles are the first team to beat the Chiefs with Mahomes as a starter in, Harrow- in Arrowhead during the months of November and December. A lot of firsts. I like it. I like it. Not bad. Uh, Um, What was your guys' overall thought on Arrowhead, the stadium? 
it was definitely a nice stadium. Um, we I know we talked to some fans about the fact that it is uh, somewhat of an ancient stadium, but they they kept it's well kept. The guy said that they kind of like uh, they kind of like updated like every every couple years, and it showed as we're we took a nice good walk around the stadium. Oh, and by the way, just so you know, they uh they kicked Gail out of the. The, the the walking area because he was carrying a book bag because he looked like he was suspicious. Of he was there. <laughs> you, oh, we had to walk, we had to walk the outskirts. Out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get you out. Just, can you go to can you go to the sidewalk? <laughs> you just reminded me. So there was this guy that we saw outside of the stadium right after Gail got yelled at for his uh for his backpack, and so to think about Philadelphia, think about the Philadelphia fan, uh, and you think about the vet. You remember that the vet had a jail inside of it yeah um do you you know what the chiefs had outside of their stadium like i'm telling you in the same parking lot um it was a church they had a church church. literally directly outside of the stadium they had a church this is the this is the church that the uh chiefs have outside of their chapel it's crazy that was kind of crazy. And, we, and there was this Eagles fan that was pointing out that juxtaposition of just like, they, we have a jail. They have a church. Like, it's, <laughs> we're not the same. <laughs> and people were taking photos in front. We took, we ended up taking a photo in front of the, the, the chapel. The chapel, yeah. Very, 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 very nice touch. Um, there was a question. There was a question here. Um, well, Adrian brings up with Quez coming off IR, they opened up the 21 day window for Quez. Um, but with Quez coming off IR and HR getting more and more attention, I'd hope we can start spreading the ball out to other receivers now. It's just been AJ and Devante. Um, you know, I think what Quez brings just by being on the field is, is the field stretcher ability. I think, again, I don't, I don't know where they stand and where his role is at these days. Um, but like if they, you know, need to stretch the field, get, you know, especially with, uh, the four wide looks that we're going in the 10 personnel. Okay. You know, cause if we're going to have four guys on the field, um, let's, okay. let's, let's, I, I understand that the four wide receiver one, that's easy, but, uh, there's three wide receivers on the field. Who's the third wide receiver. Um, you guys rather see out there Julio or Quez. Uh, Julio. Yeah, I really just it depends on if you have some kind of look that you're trying to get out of a or a mismatch you're trying to get. Um, but I, I'd rather right now I, I'll take I'll take Julio. It's more because my thing is with Quest, even though I got made you some customs, you got to bring your A game. Uh-huh. You got to make you got to bring your A game. There's the there's no other. We're trying to win games. Um, so just bring your A game, bro. Bob's surprised the dogs aren't sniffing me out in the stadium. <laughs> Yo, Unabomber you got to know where to put the shit, bro. <laughs> Unabomber looking hippie. <laughs> um, Tim Perkins asked, what's the sh- uh, thoughts on Shaq Leonard? He just cleared waivers. Um, yeah, we, we saw in the – when we were originally going through the airport, I uh, I saw just his his tweet that he put out. And it had seemed I thought he had retired like midway through the year with that, like, you know, thank you message and all that. And I after a little bit further look and they released him. Um, dude, I mean, the connection with Sirianni, he was coached by him in Indy. 
you know, we love our defensive line depth. It all adds up to me that like the Eagles at least take a swing at him. What do you guys think? Now, an hour breaking news. Breaking news from Adam Schefter. Uh, this was an hour ago. Uh, he said Colts three-time all-pro linebacker Darius Shaquille Leonard cleared waivers today per source. He's now a free agent. Teams expected to have some level of interest include the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if that's his agent putting that out there or is that you know some real deal Holyfield stuff. And and I I don't mean to be listen. I want to go get Leonard and see what he's got in him. But like I also the first name that came to mind when I saw this happening, and like there, there's a reason why teams release guys midway through the year, like they're under contract. Um, I kind of thought about Robert Quinn. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was hyped to get Robert Quinn when we got him from the Bears, and then he did jack shit. He didn't do a fucking thing. And so like putting the jack in front of the shit is even too much. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't do anything. Well, and so I kind of am looking at that and I'm like, listen, is it the name that's getting us excited or does he actually have something left in the tank? Regardless, well, I mean, I'd be willing to take a flyer on him, kick yeah. the tires, see what see what it's about. But I, I've known I've known him as Darius Leonard these whole, all these years. You know, what I mean the whole Shaq thing, I'm not really a fan of, but you know, um, I think Leonard, regardless, is just he, he's clutch and he's had a great career. He's played, you know, for the Colts for so many years and he's done his thing. So, yeah, the name definitely is big. I mean, it's just like when Julio signed with us, you know, yeah. Julio's name is big. You know what right. I mean? So, right. yeah, these names definitely play a factor. But it's like you just mentioned, you know, before you com- in the beginning of your comment was they let him go for a reason. And it's a reason that we're not seeing. It's a reason they may be seeing. So well, I, li- I watched his presser with the um, Colts media. Um and it, he was very – first, he he, let, he also had a joke. He said, I'm like Craig out here. How they how you get fired on your day off? Uh, <laughs> but he, he but he said that uh, he didn't see it coming. He didn't understand why he got released. He felt like as a leader, he added uh, great value to the players in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt like he wanted more playing time. Um, but I feel like it's almost like the perfect scenario for us. Like we're talking about Moro and like – you know, Darius Leonard, who would you rather have? You'd have Leonard. I think from the money standpoint, if I got to see the contract, but I, I was talking to Todd earlier. Well, he's released this and well, he, we have to pick up their money or were we well, just he, find a new contract? Yeah, well, he's also getting paid from the Chiefs. Right. I mean, uh, from the Colts, Colts. And now he can just, you know. So I think it, de- depending on where he wants to, if he wants to play for a contender, not a chicken tender, but a contender, he plays for the, the the Eagles. Chicken tenders, he plays for the Cowboys. So I feel like, hey, what what better scenario to land in than with, with the Eagles? No, um, I, I agree with you. And uh, I also want to just throw out, too, that I, I don't know uh, exactly what his skill level is at uh, precisely right now. But I did see something after he got released that uh, the, dude, the dude's a world-class human, bro. I mean, he just got released. Um, and he was out there handing out turkeys in Indianapolis to, uh, to families in need uh, immediately after losing his job. And I give the man all the credit in the world for that. I mean, that's, well, uh, that's a good well, person. Wealthy Minds calling it now. Shaq will be a bird. Sirianni connection coupled with Steichen leaving Philly on good terms, calling it here. Yeah. So you- 
well, wealthy mind brings up Dean. I wouldn't say he can't be worse than Dean, but I will say that in the absence of Dean, uh, it's definitely something that we should, should consider. Mm. Robert says, if anything, get Leonard to keep him from Dallas. That I agree with. That I agree keep with. Dallas from getting drafted by Dallas in Dallas. And now he's only 28. Yeah. He's young, Dude, man. I feel like he's been in the league for like 10 years. I know, man. He's been playing for a long time, but he's only 28 years old. Now, Robert brings up the uh, thought, um, deep thoughts with Robert Morris. He says, I don't think Jalen trusts Quez, though. Notice Jalen only targets whom he really trusts. How many times has Quez ran the wrong route or took a bad angle or worse yet? Miss blocks. A lot of Jalen t- targets boil down to trust. And again, I, I don't see anything wrong. That's that's where your relationship with your quarterback that's where it really comes down to. The quarterback can trust you. If I throw it up, I know you're going to be in the right spot. Any quarterback that I had in our relationship, I would just like – if I would just throw a finger or I'd be in the huddle like, throw that motherfucker up, I'm going to catch it. And then with that quarterback, that relationship is very key. But Jalen and Quez are really like best – they were really good friends. Right. Um, um, they really have a great relationship. But I just real, think real- – Quickly to go back to uh, Leonard before we move off of that entirely. Um, we brought up the, I just want to clarify six million still owed to him this year, but that is due to him from the Colts. Like any that team that picks him up, they get to decide, well, they get to negotiate what the contract will be and what they will be paying. So it's, it's probably six that, mil plus that. Yeah, exactly. So that six mil will be coming from the Colts regardless, plus whatever money he gets in the new deal that he signs. And, 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 in layman's terms, Ursay is a dipshit. Five from down under. I don't know why he likes treating his players or the the the, the perception of the way that his players are being treated. Like this guy is like this is this would be like throwing like Malcolm Jenkins to the wind midseason. Not just saying like if play wise, but like what he means to a team wise. Or like um, trading away your all-time leading rusher and trading away one of the best wide receivers we ever had in consecutive years, like that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But they've learned. They've learned. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for taking us back down memory. <laughs> With without those moves, I don't think because you think about. Yeah, it, I mean, what, you're right. A lot of the moves that were made. I, I've said right without now. without Chip Kelly, we don't have Doug Peterson, man. And without <laughs> Doug Peterson, we don't have the Super Bowl. Lucy, Lucy agrees with that. Um, um, yeah, that spike interception would have been ridiculous. Harold says, uh, the Jalen Carter with a, a get will, will get a spike interception soon. If you guys can see it, he see a lot of people don't really know that you can go to you. I a lot of people do know, I'm just joking, but you can go to YouTube and find anything. And the fact that Jalen Carter said he saw it in a high school game, he felt like he could try and bring this move out into in an, an NFL, NFL game, <laughs> and it almost worked. It almost worked. Um, Robert asks, where would Desai play Leonard, though? I do not want to mess with Cunningham Moro tandem. I guess I'd say uh, probably Moro. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Cunningham Moro tandem is definitely clutch right now, but you throw Leonard into the mix, it's not a bad thing. I think I think they could go ahead and definitely figure out a way to go ahead and get him into the mix. I mean, the man knows how to play the position, so I don't think we have a problem there. You think Miles Jack is regretting this decision yet? Uh, well, I think uh, Gail mentioned to me the other day that Miles Jack was just Steelers. coming in for a Steelers. Yeah, he, 
Yeah. Well, I think I don't think broke, I don't he, think he broke his pipe wrench, so he has to. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I don't I don't I don't think Jack wanted to, to compete over here. He's like, yeah, Dude, I'm going to be on. I'm going to ride in the bench. You're going like what kind of fucking Miles Jack? Who's that? He's been starting all these years and being the guy, and some guys don't coming off the bench is no, not. Nah, I'm glad we don't have him because if if you if I can't come up, if I can't start, I'm gonna become a plumber. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, shout out to Donnie. He says, "I uh, wish I could have linked up with y'all at the game Monday. I tried to get a pick with Howie during warmups, and he stiffed me, broke my damn heart. But I get it from his view point of view. Glad we were able to pull out the ugly dub and that nonstop missed all night." But our big players made big plays when it mattered the most. Fly goes fly. Shout out to you, Donnie. Um, Shout out to you for reading all that, bro. Yeah, man. I I didn't feel it. Reading Rainbow over here, man. Um, I just think uh, Howie sometimes. Howie's usually. I I really. Howie how he's never really stiff me. Like I feel like we've had moments where I like to dap him up, shake his hand, always talk to him a couple times, and then one like my boy uh, Jay Gleck. Lechner, he had a photo of Sports Illustrated. It said, this is how we do, or it said how we something. Uh, it was on Sports Illustrated, so the cover. She's like, if you ever see Howie and you can get this signed, like, I need it for the man cave. I'm like, all right, just give it to me. Then we were at the Eagles Autism Challenge. He's like, so he, he gives me, he's like, I got two in there for you. So one for you too. I'm like, all right, well, cool. So then I'm I go to Howie. I'm like, yo, Howie, here you go. This, sign this. He's Howie's like, yeah, this is. First he was like flexing. He's like, I look good. <laughs> then, so then he signs it, and I was like, oh, can you sign this other one? He's like, man, you got one already. I was like, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I tell Jay, I'm like, yeah, you only signed one, but here, you know, you take it. <laughs> it's all good. He's a good dude, man. He he has, he has fun with people. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I got Howie's autograph on the Super Bowl hat, so I'm good. I'm I'm all right. Yo, if, Howie, if Howie keeps doing the things that he's doing, I don't care if he comes and spits on my door, bro. He could fucking <laughs> <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, dog. Um, no, but I I also want to talk about something that uh, I saw online, and I don't know what it is, man. But like, why does Andy Reid hate good wide receivers? Like, what? I was thinking about like T.O. Like we had T.O. for a year and a half, two years. Um, and then that obviously went south. Um, and then he has Pat Mahomes, who is the quarterback of the generation, paired with the wide receiver of the generation and Tyreek Hill. And he lets Tyreek Hill go to Miami. What what he like, and now you see how Pat Mahomes like last year he was able to make do with what he had. And he threw over for over five thousand yards, but eventually you know, you gotta give him some some help around him. What? And he has just trek, bro. Like his wide receivers are god off. Who even is their wide receiver one? Is it MVS? Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice. Rice, the rookie. Yeah, he's good. Like, no, no I mean, he's, he's he's decent, bro. No, he's, but, he's, he's, no, he's no, all right. we're, talk, we're talking for we're talking about rookie. Um, yeah, for a rookie, he's 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 having a but good year. But that's his wide receiver one, bro. Like he, yeah. Rasheed Rice will be wide receiver three or four on our team. That's their wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, it is and what it is. At Mahomes is thrown to. Like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. dude, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be uh, extra and like embellish a lot here, but like, you pair up Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill for their whole careers, bro. That's that's like Manning fucking Rice, or I'm sorry, that's uh, Montana Rice territory, bro. 
But I, what, what I'm saying is um, Tyreek Tyreek um, Hill, um, where he wanted to get paid, he was he he did wasn't going to have the ability to get paid without you know because you got Josh. you got Tra- Travis Kelsey, and you have Patrick Mahomes the top at their position. Tyreek Hill was going to be top at your position. You could you can't afford them all. So what I they did, it, you went and got Sky Moore. They tried they tried to get Sky Moore. They they dabbled there. They're, they're kind of like kind of a miss. Um, yeah. When I was on the Arrow Addicts pod, podcast, I said, "Yo, your wide receivers besides Rasheed Rice are just a bunch of jags," and they that's exactly what we saw. I mean, Kadarius Tony, you know that, that's first round uh, talent. They took a gamble on. Good on special teams. Yeah. Trickery, but as a receiver, a lot of drops. I was um, getting pissed, man. I was telling Evan, I'm not trying to see this little shit <laughs> kill but, us. And he was killing us. Yeah. But, me, but, me, they brought me Cole Harmon back. But again, you, they have to draft another. They they definitely do. But like to your point, like you talk about how, uh, you know, he's top of his position. He's going to get paid like that. That sounds a lot like the fucking T.O. thing that I was just talking about. Like, T.O. was top of his position. He didn't pay him. And he said, oh, we got fucking Stinkston and we got Thrash. Dude, like, this is exactly why you invest in that wide receiver. I get that it's a lot of money, but it's what gives you the option to win. I I don't know. It's I, not my team, so I don't care that much. But I think just... from you can't you can't have top guys at all those positions. I think it's just too much. I mean, you also have Christian Jones. There's a lot. There's a lot of big money dudes that were there that got paid. You gotta um, find a happy medium, bro. Oh, uh, you got draft. I mean, that's the way. You, that's what you you always have to do is you have to go to the draft and hit on uh, on players. Like look at Tank Dell. We talked about how 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 many times we talked about Tank Tank Dell during the the draft um, process. Now he's killing it. A mid round wide receiver. That's now. Oh, no, you go back in the second or third. Who's that? Uh, Tank Dell for Houston. Yeah, I think he was third round. Right now he's killing it, and that's yeah. that's how you get better. Um, but I'm glad to see it, Ev. I'm not I'm not bummed about it. I'm not Ev. bummed about it. I'm just I'm just confused, bro, because I feel <laughs> like I've seen this all before. It's uh, it's just history repeating itself. Oh, Ro- Robert Morris pulls. Wow. Oh, hold on. This one. It's Evan's turn. Are you saying uh, this one? I I don't know. It's not popping up on the screen for me. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, um, I'm saying this one. Um, how he's talking about this offseason trading for George Pickens. That is interesting. George Pickens, man, it feels like Free he, George Pickens. He's uh Free. not happy. Nor should he be. I mean, he's got Kenny Pickett thrown. He's he's hey, a Ferrari chilling. Uh, they got rid of their offensive coordinator. Things might change. Yeah. Do Do you know what was up with that? Like I I, 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 haven't, I haven't been following the Steelers close, but like, why did they like? What was the visceral hate for everybody from for the offensive coordinator? Like the kicker openly sports, fucking shit on them. All uh, sports platforms, you know, what I mean, hockey, basketball, or college, and, or even out of staters were like screaming for this guy to get fired. And then when they announced it yesterday, it was like such a big deal. Like I didn't even hear nothing about it. Like dude, again, we're not Steelers fans, so you know we wouldn't be paying attention to shit like that, but. There's a lot of history supposedly like, behind this Canada guy getting fired. Dude, they hated him. And I'm just yeah. sitting there looking at it like, okay, he might have been doing a bad job, but ultimately Kenny Pickett's his quarterback, bro. Like, you're you're asking this guy, like, and they, Kenny and, and, and stinks, they, bro. And they mentioned, they mentioned that it wasn't Thomason that fired him. It was the VP of the organization that fired him. 
Okay. So it was just like, I don't know. It's just something. There's still a story out there. Hey, man. That I, 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 I put out on Twitter uh, last week that I think that uh, Tomlin should be in the running for coach of the year because there's no way that that Steelers team should have the record that it does currently. Well, um, screw, the, screw the Steelers. Okay. But we don't care but, about Steelers. Fuck them. Like JJ said. Uh, Anthony says, uh, what, Anthony from the Northwest Bird Gang, who will. We'll be seeing out there for the Philly sports trips uh, tailgate. Uh, they're partnering up with the crew out there. He says, what's going to be the best weekend to come out to Philly? I got to make a trip this year. I'd say NFC championship guy. Hmm. I like that. Try to get bang for your buck. And you have be to, plenty of buck. You but to, you'll get a bang. <laughs> standing room only ticket. Have at it. Have at it. Um, Let's see. Um, any other comments? Evan out here clowning cowboy content creators that can't Photoshop. Love it. I put, I put an open invitation out there. I'm charging $100 an hour for Photoshop lessons. You, mm-hmm. you want to make better than shit-ass memes? I'll teach you. I don't, I don't care who, who you're a fan of, but I'm, I'm sick of seeing these, these low-effort ass memes, bro. Well, you going to start doing some memes for us? Yeah, I mean, what, what, what are you, what are you looking for? You, we could, you could use some memes. Holler at your player. Holler, holler at your boy. Um, let's see. Um, shout out to, uh, shout out to Hollis Thomas and Mal Davis. Um, yo, Hollis was a a trip. We went to the World War One Museum. This guy was standing at a tank. I think he fell in love with the tank. Yo, he was standing in front of a tank, and he made the tank look small. He made the tank look small for sure. Yes, he did. Let me see. I'm trying to get the picture up right now. Corey Lewis says Ron Jaworski said it was AJ's fault. What's he talking about? Look at that guy. Holy shit, he did make it look small. I told you. <laughs> we got a tank that's bigger than the tank. <laughs> now, uh, shout out to uh, Philly Sports Trips. Like I said, um, you know, putting together a really great trips this year. We've we really uh, have been on some really memorable trips this year. If you're trying to look for uh, a trip, the next coming trip is going to be the Dallas trip that me and prime will be going on. We wish Evan was uh, and his bosses would get together and have a meeting uh, on giving him more vacation days. But uh, if you're looking to book a trip, uh, Philly, Philly sports trips.com look for the packages that they have on there. Um, yeah, um, but shout out to Philly Sports Trips and Go Birds. Um, we will be having our tailgate at the home game against the Bills this Sunday. Pretty geeked out about that. It's been a while. Kelly Green, Kelly Green is back. Should we um, also drop the news about Christmas too, just uh, so people can make their plans accordingly? Christmas tailgate. Uh, we, we thought we would be not be degenerates and actually. Spend some time with our families. Spend time with the families because uh, we've been on the road, uh, you know. So if, if you are going to the Christmas uh, game, uh, highly recommend the Philly Sports Trips tailgate. They're actually not having a tailgate either. Yeah. No, they're not. Bob nope. is. Bob, Bob, is Bob, Bob, Bob is actually putting a, a mean breakfast together for that game. So um, if you guys want to go check him out. Um, Bob Capital. Yeah, we could definitely go ahead and get your details. Um, but, yeah, it's all about, you know, the fact, like Gail said, we 
we want to go ahead and uh, spend time with our families. You know what I mean? Me, on the other case, you know what I mean? I, I got threatened if I don't spend time with my family. <laughs> so that's, that's the situation. That's the situation I was kidding. Well, speaking <laughs> speaking of kids, uh, we are going to be teaming up again with the Goofy Gators. Uh, they give back to families uh, with, with kids with autism. Uh, and we're going to doing a toy drive. If you want to know how you can help us out with the toy drive or, you know, help collect toys, uh, we're going to start uh, probably for the 49ers game. Um, we're going to have a, a box out there, a tree out there that you can leave with some toys. And we, for the last couple of years, we've been killing it, uh, teaming up with uh, Goofy Kar- Karate Mark as well, just getting a bunch of toys for the kids. Can't go wrong with that. If you want to know how you can get involved, shoot us a DM. You want to help us um, with this? Cool. Um, it's more the merrier. And it's, again, it's for the kids, which is always cool on Christmas. Always cool on Christmas. <laughs> Evan's cat. <laughs> Lana said, the Lana balls said, went up like, no. <laughs> Lana said, bring your ass home. <laughs> Get me some catnip. Yeah, um right. no well, for thanksgiving this year um you know it's always a time thank to be you. You definitely deserve it's, it's always a time to be thankful now which i say we'll go offensive defense which player are you most thankful for on offense this year him number one I mean, you, it, it all uh, comes and goes through uh, through Jalen Hurts, man. We, we don't have a Super Bowl competing roster without the uh, without Jalen Hurts. Um, he's proven to be – he's sitting right now as the odds-on favorite to win the MVP of the league. Um, he is the leader of the best team in the NFL. It's, uh, it's Jalen Hurts for me, man. I like that one, and that's definitely going to be the key one to go with. And I'm going to actually uh, go with your boy that you mentioned earlier, man. I'm grateful, really grateful for the field positioning that Covey has been putting us in, the step up. Mm. Oh, look at you! Yeah, man, the step up in him this year. Like, you know, last year as he was getting the ball kicked to him and he's getting ready to go ahead and – He was getting pummeled too. He was was getting pummeled. It was scary. This year – no, no worries whatsoever, man. Catch that ball, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to go ahead and do. So that's my guy. Now we got a, uh, we're getting love from uh, Liz and Anthony, and let's see, uh, Robert with a uh, Robert also with a Kelsey. Um, um, shout out to Liz. So she says she's help ready to help with the that. That's awesome, Liz. Um, be awesome. Appreciate that. I'm gonna go offensive, offensive wise. I think I'm I'm very thankful for um, Jalen Hurts, man. Just what he brings to the table. It's like the he's like the calm before the storm. Like he adds that um that that value that you can't that that's that's it's you can't even pay for that kind of um. That's just like what it is. Extra bonus with Jalen. He just has that in him always. Um, they talked about um. The players were um, right during halftime. All the leaders, you know, kept them all calm. All the captains on the team were super calm, um, and they came out and put in that work. Put in that work. So defensive. Who are who on defense? Are you most thankful for this year? 
Um, I think defensively, uh, it's definitely going to come from the line. I feel like for most people, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go outside the box too, actually here. I think I'm going to go with Sean Desai. Um, you know, last year I really thought was our year, man. I thought that that was the opportunity for us to win our second Super Bowl. And lo and behold, we had a defensive coordinator that was completely unfocused during the biggest game of the year. And he was busy thinking about his next gig in Arizona. Um, and I look at Sean Desai and I think it is, I think it's a, a stark difference between the two of them. Um, you know, Hollis said all of last year and I gave him crap for it. I mean, he wanted, he wanted Jonathan Gannon gone midway through the year as we were rolling on teams. And um, he was right in the fact that we were winning in spite of Jonathan Gannon. Uh, our team was that good. We were winning in spite of them. If, if we had just a defensive coordinator that was dedicated and was in the moment, we would have won that Super Bowl, and I don't have any doubt about it. So to have Sean Desai here um, making halftime adjustments, um, sh shutting out the uh, one of the, you know the best um, teams in the league in the second half uh, in that matchup, that, that's my uh, that's who I'm thankful for. Brian, did you give yours? You're on mute. No, I have. I haven't. I haven't. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to top that one. I mean, damn, like it was just like the perfect, the perfect scenario. Like you're right. But the one thing I could maybe mention along with what Evan said is the adjustments, the second half adjustments. Mm -hmm. And then again, on Monday, he made the adjustments at the right time and it helped us get that victory. So that was something that um, we definitely needed and I'm glad we're getting it out of him. So, I mean, a lot of people really ain't giving him the credit that he, you know, deserves, but it's cool. I get it. I understand. You know, we still question a couple of things, but that second half adjustments is, is key. And then look at this right here. I mean, Cowboys scored 17 before halftime, six after halftime. Chiefs scored 17 before halftime, zero after after halftime. All right. And it could it could keep on going all the way through with the rest of the games we got. You know, what I mean, we got a we got good competition coming up this Sunday against the Bills. Then we got the 40 winers. And then, you know, we back to the cowgirls. So, I mean, it's just like, hey, I get it. I, I guess I don't know if that's his scheme to see what it's like in the first half and then control it in that first half, make whatever adjustments he needs to in the second half. I'm all for it. Uh, I'm going to stick to a player. I'm going to go – I'm just going to say, you know, when we lost um, Javon Hargrave, I was like, you know what, I really don't want to pay – older players like that and what he got paid i didn't want to pay not like it's coming out of my paycheck but in my mind uh you always get younger and you get better through the draft and the fact fact the fact that we got um jalen carter um that dude you know as much as we hyped him up during the the pre-draft process the fact that we didn't even think we could get a player like that and the fact that he's keeping the integrity of our defense in the middle, um, you know, allowing, you know, Fletcher to get one-on-ones now and he could take the double team. So he's a guy that could beat double teams again. Like it's, it's great. And, you know, a lot of people were in the comments saying Hassan Reddick, that was, be, that would be my second. I think Reddick off the edge has been phenomenal. We're talking about how many, how many sacks we're talking about eight sacks uh, in the last, how many games he's turned it up a notch temple tough. Camden tough, whatever you want to say. Hey, 
I feel good. I feel I feel good about where we're I, at right now. I, I also got to be honest too, um, Anthony. You're a great guy. I love you, but uh, I'm I'm glad you're not the GM because what what are you on right now, bro? He's at Free Swift. Free Swift. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think he's just talking about let, let Swift run. You know, I mean, Free Swift, release Swift. Yeah, yeah. He said yeah. in 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 there in a release the Kraken voice. I That's got what he's saying. I, got I I took it as like we got to get rid of him. I'm like, dude, he's what? <laughs> <laughs> Prime knows what Prime knows movies, so he knows what voice I'm saying in there. Remember, release, release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. I got it. I know what okay. you're talking about. Yep. Okay. Uh, but uh, big plans for Thanksgiving. Uh, I was gonna be hanging out with the family. Uh, actually, right after this, I'm gonna be making a little dessert uh, to bring bring home for the fam. Um, what is that? Gonna now be? that now 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 hold on hold on hold on. Now that the fam is at a whole new level, what kind of desserts are we talking about here, buddy? Uh, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. And, uh, unfortunately it's going to be a very mixed crowd tomorrow. We got the extended okay. family coming through. Okay. So we, okay. we can't be full on partying. Um, but no, nah, just, just some simple, uh, honestly, just some simple thing I found on, on Instagram. It's like gotcha, uh, gotcha. cinnamon pecan shit. So the well, guy, uh, they, I look, you, you know, we learned uh, now that I know you drink red wine, mm-hmm. you bake Pies too. I actually do like bacon. I'm I'm, I'm wow. a big time baker. Yeah. Wow, man. I'm a, I'm a big dessert this guy. Is, this is like this is like a whole nother episode we can have. You know, what <laughs> I mean? like, just getting it all out there, bro. <laughs> what else do you do that we don't know? About? <laughs> um, I uh, well, we can get into that off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to keep it traditional, man. I'm looking forward to catching up with my uh, childhood boys. Uh, we play our traditional football game, so we'll be doing. What, we what doing position are you playing? Oh, I'm 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 usually the guy. I'm the Hassan Reddick of the line, bro. Okay. Yeah. Talking yeah, shit you know, too. I'm the shit talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Man, thank um, God. Thank yeah. God for your knees, man. I'm praying for your knees, man. You yeah. Here. So I mean, um, the good thing about it is, after I'm done, I'll be going to my brothers to catch up with my mom and my brother and. The family um and then after that we'll be uh heading over to the in-laws uh chilling over there um catching up with autumn's dad you know what i mean he's been he's been hyped up about the win on, on on monday night so you know we're gonna go ahead and talk about that so you know just grubbing man grubbing on that turkey i don't know i, I don't even know if i'm gonna really be eating like that because all the damn food we eat in kc i'm still like trying to get through that shit, man Whew. Uh, shout out to Kiki in the comments. You just might see her. That's my cousin. She's out. She's out here holding down uh, Thanksgiving this year. So we're gonna go over there. You know, you know, have a great time. We'll, we'll bring some desserts. Liz, yes, he does. He bakes and he drinks wines. All right, and uh, you know, anything you need to find out, we can go ahead and uh, you know, we can get you that info on, on Evan Hollywood Hearn. Okay, hey, thanks, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> Guys had a great week. He had some season, the most seasoned food of his life. You now, keep on saying that. You keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna come right out and say it. Racist. No, I'm just racist. HR. No, nope. you I'm gotta go to HR, bro. The fourth is on HR because you just saying because I'm one. No, no, yeah. you, no, no, I say Kansas why, City. Why are you saying that hey, I have no, never had the most? Food. This is the yeah, most. Say, say your explanation. So Kansas City never, barbecue. You never been to Kansas City before? You said I've oh, never had man. seasoned food. Why? No, man? no, I said you have. This is the most 
seasoned food you've had in your life. Mm-hmm. As opposed you to you, bottle, who has had more seasoned double, foods than KC? I went to Bama. Oh, I never heard about Bama barbecue. <laughs> Let me just tell y'all the experience I had with these two on the plane yesterday was the 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 laugh. Oh my god, like my stomach was hurting. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. We we had a moment. We had a moment. I'm not going front. It was a moment, but you know, I mean, if you stayed focused and just thought about other things, you weren't going to be focused on the situation we had, but we had a, a tremendous turbulence moment that Freak the shit out of Evan. And I mean, yo, I think his hand grips are still indented on that handle on the seats. Like, it was bad. And as I'm looking over, I'm like, holy shit. Like, is Evan all right? But Gail just went extreme. I mean, he brought the phone out. He got the video. Flash and I don't on. think he meant I don't think he meant to flash you. But when he flashed no. you, it was just like, oh, shit. No, he didn't. <laughs> and it set the tone. So this, and, 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 this, no, I, before can, you jump can, in there, can I, I can can I get to my point I, before I, before I saw I, before we even took off the, when we took off for, from Philly, we had crazy turbulence right when the takeoff. And I said, I said I'm not gonna freak out unless I look over at Evan, who's usually gung ho. And if if Evan's freaked out, and I look over and Evan was like freaked out, and I was like, fuck, I'm freaked out now. <laughs> so on the way back, this was the th- this is the worst turbulence I've ever had in my entire life on any plane. Mm-hmm. And I believe me, I just started flying again after being freaked out about flying. So I'm like in my feels, I'm like, I'm drinking. I was like, let me just make light of the moment. Like to the point where we were like up, down, side to side. And I had a glass in my hand when it started. So the whole time I'm, I'm actually balancing this drink in my hand. So I was trying to get Evan to look at me to laugh. And I was like trying to drink it. And I couldn't drink it because we were going like this. So I spilled half of my cup in the aisle. And then Ed was just not moving. He was like. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give you the play-by-play of what happened here. The, uh, the turbulence started. And it was it was one of those turbulence events where they the pilot asked the, uh, the flight attendants <laughs> to go sit down and strap in because we're, we're going to go through it. Uh, full disclosure, I hate flying. Um, like, I am not. I am not. A, as much of a hater of flying as Gail, uh, who will opt to drive down to Alabama, out to Detroit, all those things. Uh, I would rather fly, but when I'm up in the air, I fucking hate it, dude. My anxiety is through the roof until we are back on that ground, especially during turbulence uh, like we had had. And yeah, Gail did. Uh, I, I saw out of the corner of my eye exactly what he was doing. He was he was messing around with a drink, and he was he's. He was trying to make light of the situation. I'll oh my that. god, I was about to die inside. I was like, so if I'm going to die, yeah, he was. He, he and he was fine with that. I will say that he tried saying to me afterwards that, oh, I was just trying to make you feel better. Let me ask you guys a question: When you are going through a moment of tremendous anxiety, <laughs> does it make you feel better when someone puts a camera with a flash in your face? Just be, just be real. Is that does that help you out? Because Gail, as a guy that I've known for the past eight years. As a man with many anxieties, he doesn't like traffic. He doesn't like claustrophobia. I can go on. The list goes on. And now I'm waiting for the opportunity to see Gail's anxiety spiking because I'm going to make sure that I get that camera in his face. And uh, I don't want to hear anything about it because it was, it was funny. And I'm just well, trying to lighten the mood, right? Well, I'm just going to let you know that you guys personally have helped me out with my anxiety mm-hmm. in flying. I'm not I'm, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. 
when we got to the when we got to the booth, when we got to the tarmac, and I was like, we, the, our, our pilot was like bullshitting on the mic. And like he started co- coming up with these random excuses. And I'm like, don't listen to what he's saying. We're going to be okay. Uh, it's going to take, it's going to be five minutes, 30 minutes later. Like it's going to be 30 minutes. Uh, there's something that happened. They didn't hook something on the plane. I'm like, we're going to, in my head, I'm like, we're going to get stuck in here and we're going to die. <laughs> but thanks to you guys, I'm okay. No, once okay. I mean, once we were on the ground, I could have stayed on that tarmac for eight hours. I was just happy to be alive, bro. Um, but yeah, but um, that was that me. Was on the weird. other hand, I was enjoying the entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> it was entertaining. <laughs> it was. Was I, and I'll I'll even give uh, credit to Bob too, Bob Cavanaugh, who uh, we we are getting <clears throat> tossed around this plane like a rag doll when that turbulence is hit, and then Bob turns around and goes. Hey, you guys want to start an eagle shit? I'm like, Bob, shut the fuck up. I'm about to die. <laughs> hey, yo. if we're going to go down, we're going to go down singing a chant. Bro, I was, nah, I, I honestly, I was I was shook. I was just trying to get through those moments. I was just yeah, like, but man. I think, I think the cool, the real funny part is that it happened like it stopped. We were good, but then it happened again. And me and Gail at the same time pulling out our phones. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do the flash, but Gail, Gail just he just went overboard. No, no, that was an automatic flash. I didn't put that on. Yo, he just went straight overboard, and I was like, "Oh." Well, I, I apologize if you. I didn't know you were having a panic. I just thought you were just. You thought I was panic. having one over there? No, no, not just being like not a panic attack. <laughs> You thought the way like, I was gripping that seat, you thought that that was me having fun? Okay, no, 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 not, not, no, not, not cool. panic attack. I just thought you were just like he's, he's trying to walk it back because he's afraid that I'm going to catch him in a vulnerable mode. Hey, man. I'm going to. Look, so, you know, it's cool. Hey, we can look, move on. We're, we're, this is in the trust tree hour. Like, I, yeah. could, I, could, I couldn't even ride on a bus like a couple months That's ago. True. That's true. How many bus rides have I been on? Maybe I should have bullied you with a camera. I would have never got on the bus. We would never have those moments. But it's like I said, as long as I got you guys around me, I feel good. See, we'll but bring, overall, yeah, we'll bring it, it, it was uh, it was a fun <laughs> trip. It was a fun trip. Uh, but yeah, I just want to you know thank you guys for all you people in the chat, all all the comments, and uh, we appreciate you guys down in the comments. Uh, and it's great meeting a lot of you guys in person uh, i tell you uh always great to see people that actually listen to the show because again you don't know who listens or whatever but um at the end of the day we appreciate you guys but um last word before we get out of here I, I'll, I'll start off and just based off the conversation we just had fuck the wind bro why why are you tossing me around a plane like that bro i fucking <laughs> hate tar- <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but for real, uh, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. I'm thankful for all of you guys, um, uh, because without you, we wouldn't be doing fourth and John for the past, uh, seven and a half going on eight years. Um, you know, I'm thankful to have you guys in the comment section, comment on all of our stuff, uh, you know, interacting with all of our social medias and overall just being good people and meeting you at the, uh, at the tailgates. I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving with your families and, uh, be safe. Get a fucking driver tonight. Call an Uber. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, it's like I mentioned earlier in the show, man. This was the night that changed my life. This was the night that I met my wife uh, 10 years ago today. Congratulations. Uh, so definitely, yeah, definitely. Is this your better half, as I would call it. Is this the anniversary? 
this is the the the, the anniversary of us when they met. Yeah. Yes, when nice. we met. Um, yeah, it was ten years today from today. Um, but yeah, it was uh, definitely thankful for that. Um, you know, my life has changed tremendously in the past ten years in a great way, mm-hmm. and you know, I got two beautiful children out of it. Um, they got her looks, to, by the way. Thank God. Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> kidding, I'm, kidding. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, definitely one of the greatest trips that I had by far with you guys. Kansas City was a great, great city. Very quiet. I mean, you could honestly shoot a scene of Walking Dead in that city. That's how dead the city was. But it was all right. It was cool. Um, you know, we did our normal thing. We got around on the scooters. We had a great time with that. Um, and, you know, we, me, Growing up in the hood, it was just like I'm constantly looking around. There was nothing in sight, so there was nothing to worry about. You could have crossed so many the buildings, street. so few people, bro. It's so many few people, and like, uh, and then again, it was just like the fact that we were there on a Monday. You would think that it was kind of busy and everything, but no, it was just like dead quiet. Um, the food, tremendous. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, the evening dinner we had with Vince. <laughs> Shout out to Vince for that. I mean, bro. I think I could say that every plate that I had, I had cleared everything off those plates. Um, so nothing definitely went to waste. Uh, had a great time. Um, looking forward to the Dallas trip. Looking forward to getting with Philly Sports Trips again and all the fans. Thankful for all you guys for making all this possible. Um, and, you know, it's all about giving back. So I'm looking forward to this Sunday, giving, you know, shooting, uh, throwing down the tailgate, you know, what we do and, uh, you know, keeping this uh, this train riding, man, because uh, – and then we're nine and one now. Looking forward to going to ten and one on Sunday. So let's go, go birds. Yeah. Now shout out, shout out to Jeff in the comments. We met him at Slaps Barbecue, uh, and your lovely partner. You being a Chiefs fan, uh, <laughs> like just to hear your story about like what your experience was like after the Super Bowl and you not having a, that the time, the like, right time to talk to her after because you were so upset. It was just cool to see that dynamic. Also, the the love that y'all have. You know, she. Y'all having season six to the Chiefs and being an Eagles fan from the Iowa, fact, right? Yeah. From yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah. the fact that you got, got to be there this time and watch your Eagles win was was very sweet. I'm glad that you have a better story after this game. So that's great for you guys, man. Appreciate y'all. Um, but my last word, I mean, just appreciate you guys in the comment. Very thankful for you guys. Very thankful for the community that we have um, at the at the tailgates. Um, thankful for our families as well. Who support us doing all these crazy adventures and uh, thankful for you guys like i said man Likewise. you guys got me through a lot of stuff uh a lot of the anxiety like again man, i can ride a bus now i can get on a plane um it's just like and the eagles man thankful for the eagles man if the, if the eagles weren't around i wouldn't be doing half this shit they got me out of my box um it's been a great ride so far like thinking about last season and combined with this season we have seen a lot of dubs this team's on the road to victory. We're only thinking onward and upward. We have a team that's – I think the mindset is is correct and official, led by a great coaching staff. I think the – the talk about the front office, the coaching staff, and the players, the harmony is beautiful right now. Making beautiful music, top team in the NFL. We'll see you guys soon on Sunday. How about we get 10-1? and one? Let's go. Gobble, gobble. 10-1. and one having fun. See you guys in the next one. As always, fly, Eagles, fly.